5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. been on a run you know what it is Noah had been surrounded by bad music pickers thus he looked like a really he looked like a contender all right so what's your like what's your ideal music playlist like what are you bumping? well I wanted to hear uh icky thumb from the uh white stripes today is what I wanted but you oh, blew me off right come on you had stuff to do white I didn't stripes. say seven nation army I said icky thumb big difference this is fine. I mean, it's fine. I was trying to pep up everybody. That's just the song that was in my head. I didn't want to hear it, Ben. I'm just telling you the song is in my head, but you blew me off because you were busy. You acted like you worked it. You were here till like three in the There's morning. a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. I was. You acted like you worked night. all night. I'm not a. I'm not a. Uh, I'm not a coffee guy, but I drank like three cups of coffee last night trying to trying to hang in there. Were you misidentified by Craig Willard last night? Uh, he was not here. Nobody was here okay. last night for whatever reason. I guess they were all at the game. Woolard was probably doing his show remotely. Probably so. Probably so. Yeah. All right. Look at you telling the secrets of the trade. Hey, uh, no, welcome in, it. everybody. I, <laughs> I was trying to cover. <laughs> I don't know what they do, so I shouldn't say. I shouldn't say what they do. I don't want anybody telling everybody what I do, so I don't. I shouldn't say what other people are doing, right? Uh, I don't know, Ben, if it's because it was such a late night. Uh, you know, people maybe uh, had a few frothy beverages, right? Oh, I don't yeah, know if it's sure. now that we're. I don't know if it's now that we're out of. You know, all, all the everybody's kind of graduated from school. And all the kids are out of school. It's that first day of like summer, truly for every you know kid, every good boy and girl. Yep. I don't know if it's that or if it's the fact that it's 111 thousand degrees but it just seemed like today everything was despite my best efforts everything's moving a little slow today about a half about a half a beat slow today well you used to going to bed at like nine o'clock so it's a oh, rough night for the p-man for sure brutal brutal i had to wave the flag at one point though you know at some point because you know yeah i don't, four, I don't blame you 455 was a coming that's the backup. That's the that's the fire line in the wake up, you know? Yeah, I mean, at one point, I thought the game was going to lead into Talk of the Town. <laughs> I almost thought Scooter was going to have to throw it over to Talk of the Town there. It sure as heck seemed like it, didn't it? Uh, all right, we've got uh, a Monday for you with some other uh, news items, but obviously we're, uh, you know, we're... 
I see everybody use the word somber and disappointing and sad. I'm not going to go with that tack today, Ben. I'm Mr. All Positivity, right, right? It's called leadership, Ben. I'm, I'm going to lead the way on this. And I'm going to say that we should celebrate today. You well, know why? Okay, why? This is a team that was inspiring. This was a team that, I mean, I'm going to say it, overachieved based on how they started the year. Uh, absolutely. They overachieved a little. I was about to say this team was playing of house money anyways. Absolutely. Doesn't mean that you – look, when I left Friday, we did our show, lots of nice comments Friday from doing our show out there after the game. Thanks to everybody for that. Thanks to the uh, Scooter for letting us use his booth and the equipment and all that, and the Learfield folks. We really appreciate it. We did our show from out there. What a great environment Thursday and Friday were in Greenville. Awesome. And when I left Friday, Ben, you know what I believed in my uh, my cold, dark heart? I believed, in the, I believed in the cockles of my cold, dark, my cold, dark heart. The cockles of my cold, dark heart. You don't have to keep prefacing that. You can, you can stop saying that. I believed in the cockles of my oh, cold, God. dark heart, the cocular region of my cold, dark heart. I believed that we were going to Omaha with every fiber of my being. I did too. Every, I had no doubt. You know, sometimes you're like, hey, well, you know, we still got to. I believe we were going. It was the We Believe Pirates all over again. So this this train can't be stopped. This cannot be denied. We're on the way, baby. Well, to a certain point in game two, it looked like it was going to happen. Well, see, now, again, full full uh, full disclosure here, because we're about honesty and leadership on the Patrick Johnson Show. Uh, by the way, we say hello to Ben Byron producing today's show after a long weekend. Long weekend. Slaving over a hot board for Hi, Ben. He was ben. keeping it. And see, that's uh, you know where my nephew went this weekend? He went to Bucky's down in, in South Carolina. This kid had the greatest week ever. Got to go to like computer camp and basketball camp and football camp last week. Got to talk jive to guys on the field and on the court. That was like my whole summer as like a kid. Like that would be a whole. He did summer this in one me. week. Yeah. One week, and then he went back home. And my brother lives down in along I ninety five in the southern part of the state, and he got to go to Bucky's. You know what Bucky's has been? Those no. giant uh, truck stop grocery store like gas stations. You ever heard of Bucky's? Okay, okay, yeah. They probably have a lot of novelty kind of items. Oh no, it's like love. a it's like a supermarket. Okay. My dad, the coach, went. My brother went, and his two sons went, including uh, Fitz, who we just heard from there. My main man, Fitzpatrick Jack. Is that the thing they, where uh, the the gas stations the ugly little beaver on them? Yes, yes, yes. They have one in. Uh, oh gosh, what's it called in South Carolina? It's like the first town along I-95 that you get to that's of any note. Florence. They have one in Florence, South Carolina. They wanted to put one in Eflin, but all of the loony liberals in Chapel Hill and Orange County didn't want them to do it, so they didn't do it. Bucky's just washed their hands with it. (laughs) They were going to put one of the 4085 exchange there in Eflin, and they – the. the libs in Chapel Hill would have seriously. They'd have the, the people that are on the board there in Orange County who won't allow forty to be expanded through their county. They wanted nothing to do with it. That's a surprise. So thank God they lost so, uh, last weekend. Yeah. So they went to Bucky's. Uh, but I, I, I I'm uh, so big family weekend on 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 Saturday. I had a family obligation. My niece, who's my goddaughter, had her first dance recital. 
And, you know, because of my schedule, I couldn't I, – I unfortunately miss a lot of things, as you know, Ben. Family things, friend things, yeah. things I'd like to do. I, but, you know, I got to go out and earn a living. And so when this came up on the docket months ago, I told Jill, I told my wife, I said, well, we're going to go. This is something we can do. It's time of year where it should work out. You know, I wasn't expecting ECU to host a Super Regional. And I said, we'll go. So we went to the dance recital. Really nice time. It was fine. Really good time. Lovely. But obviously, I was keeping up with what was going on. I had uh, people texting me scores and all that. Plus, I recorded the game because I wanted to watch the moment unfold when I got home. So I knew what happened when we finally got home. And I I stayed up and watched uh, Saturday. And that was just, oh, so heartbreaking. But I, I still felt good yesterday. And then, obviously, Texas came out and did Texas. The, the offense carried over, let's just say. The offense carried over. But we're not here to uh, to wonder and ponder and say what could have been. We're here to, I think, uh, thank. I, I go back to this because I really feel bad for the players because uh, they had a great, great year. The whole program did, the whole team did, and congratulations to Coach Godwin. But the players are the guys who really righted this ship. And should be given uh, all the flowers, Ben, I think. Absolutely. I mean, I didn't feel like this team was any more talented than the team last year. I mean, the team last year was loaded when it came to a talent and athleticism standpoint. But this team was pure heart. They ride the ship in the middle of the year when I think they started out like 14 and 12 or something like that in non-conference play. And next thing you know, they had these unbelievable feats like winning their regular season championship and then hosting their fourth straight regional and getting a conference tournament championship and hosting a super regional. I mean, that's insane. They were able to pull that off 20 game win streak. I mean, it was, it was a fun ride. And I, and I did say this to people, uh, as I was leaving the stadium Friday, uh, and I said it to some people over the weekend and in anticipation of the game yesterday, I thought this was as this, this was as inspiring. This was as big a deal as the peach bowl team. Uh, it was the football and that, and that generation, you know, some people still live in that generation because they felt like they rocked in high school or whatever, but hundred percent, but there are some people, you know, who obviously evolved with the times and, you know, I, I look at, uh, that and I thought this, this was as inspiring and as exciting as that whole era was, because you don't remember that, Ben, because you probably weren't even born yet. Yeah. I mean, I kind of roll my eyes a bit when people talk about the peach bowl at this point. Right, it's like it's like when people talked about uh, the moon landing when I was your age. Yeah, you I was like the moon landing. We did this thing. Right, I wasn't alive at the moon landing. What are you talking about? It, it, we all know that we faked it anyway. It's a Hollywood studio production. But anyway, the point is this: I'm kidding. I'm kidding when I say that Ben is not. I'm joking. Ben is <laughs> a not, true believer. He. All right, ben, Ben's <laughs> not joking. He believes it was faked, and he would watch it on Rumble and all that. I'm I'm not a true. I I have yeah. I'm not. I'm joking when I say that. But what I'm, but I, it's the same, you know. If I, I wasn't alive during that, come on, Ben wasn't alive for the Peach Bowl. I was, however, and that was pretty inspiring stuff. That was really, really cool and exciting stuff, and uh, was sort of the uh, the birth of the modern era of ECU football in well, a lot of ways. Well, can I make a and uh, hang on, Ben? Here? I'm on a roll. Hang okay, on, okay. Ben. I'm on a roll. And and so I thought this whole football or this whole baseball uh, run, and the championships and the regional host of the super regional, very inspirational. Like. So I, I'm here to give flowers today to the uh, to this team. I'm not here to 
to second guess anything today. I'm not here to gripe about what could have been today. I'm here to say thank you for the ride because this was uh, this was. And look, I I think that this to me, Ben, this was the most fun that we've had covering baseball. We've had some great teams, and uh, we enjoy having the games on the station. But yeah. for for me personally, I enjoyed this more than I've enjoyed any uh, of these past uh, baseball seasons. I and I it, I just think it was such a fun thing because the fans really got into it. I think the players on this team should be commended heavily. They all seem like great kids, young men, and I just think this was uh, this was so cool. And it's because it was here and it was tangible. They weren't in a different state or a different time zone. It was right here, and it was right here before. So that's what I, that's all I would like to say today. It's just okay. Congratulations to them. Thank you for what I consider to be a fantastic voyage, and I wish we would have won. Uh, you know, Saturday, when you look back on it, that was the shot. And I'm sure that's going to gnaw away at Coach Godwin. I'm sure it's going to gnaw away at the players, and it'll gnaw away at a lot of people. But I'll just tell you, uh, thank this team and thank everybody uh, involved in this whole thing because I just thought it was a fantastic uh, fantastic week last week, and I thought it was a, a marvelous weekend. And I've gotten so much uh, you know, feedback from people nationally uh, friends and people I know and colleagues and, and just who, you know, were like, well, man, what an environment that is. They were blown away by it. So they thought it was the coolest thing when they watched it on TV from different parts of the country. Uh, let me give one more bit of thanks here. Uh, let me give the flowers as I wrote in a lengthy, lengthy email today. I saw to, that. I didn't uh, know how to respond. To, well, what meant for you to respond? Okay. Um, yeah. It was uh, I for my guy, Ben Byram, who put in countless hours ben couldn't even get us on the air his first two days doing this when he was thrust into the role that was about and uh, four years ago at this point i've been here for I, a while. I think you were i think you were eight and so ben couldn't get us on the uh on the and ben i i have explicit and uh affirmative trust in anything ben tell ben doesn't want to do something i brought up a segment for today ben said no i don't want to do it. we're not doing it so if ben says i i trust ben and ben did a great job on not only producing the games and making them sound really, really good. I mean, that Learfield presentation's a little sterile. It's the same sounding because that's how they do their network. They want everything to sound the same across the board. But I think you, and, and Scooter too, but you injected some life into it, which I thought was uh, not an easy thing to do. You really uh, took it to a new level, but also a lot of great social media coverage, kind of captaining our coverage. Uh, Philip Pilkington did a fine job uh, as he was uh, there late getting uh, video up for us and post-game audio and some of the sights and sounds from the stadium. And then Chris, uh, newcomer here to the station. Chris was awesome. Chris was all over the stadium. I mean, some of the pictures of videos and posts that Chris came up with were just aw- – he's a ball of energy, Ben. Absolutely. He's a he's ball a of energy. Of and he was everywhere. And I really, I want to thank uh, Ben, I want to thank Chris, and I want to thank Philip for just fabulous, fabulous work. Uh, our so- and it's not all about social media, but our social media stuff really, really uh, went through the roof the last month and the last weekend, especially uh, Twitter, Facebook. I'll put it to you like this. When people who claim they are the big social media king start following you for whatever reason, I guess it's a nice compliment. <laughs> yeah, that I guess it's a nice compliment. Yeah. Yeah, I well, yeah. you know. A nice compliment, I suppose. Uh, 
Uh, all right, so that's really all I have to say. Ben, is there anything you want to add before we, we grab a break here and get to some uh, some of the audio from last night, overnight, or early this morning? Well, I was just going to say earlier, uh, it might be a bold claim, but I thought this was the biggest maybe sporting event or event in general in ECU athletics history, and I thought it needed to be treated that way. So, I mean, I really felt like we needed to put all our effort into it, and thank you to this team because we saw significant growth just based on our coverage alone because of this team. So, yeah, I mean, I can't thank them enough. All right. Uh, when we come back, we'll have some of the uh, cuts from uh, the post game. A uh, certainly somber and uh, disappointing post game, but uh, it was uh, a post game where a lot of interesting things were said. We'll get into some of that for you. The Big Rock is going on today. The 64th annual Big Rock Blue Marlin tournament. So we'll give you a little update on that. Michael Jordan's back for a third straight year. And uh, we'll talk with uh, some people down there later in the week on that. We'll let you know what's going on today. And uh, U.S. Open starting this week. So we've got uh, some Phil Mickelson audios. He came back from London and was in Boston today. All right, school's out for the summer. And we'll be back with more of the Patrick Johnson Show after this. Middays. Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. All right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. We're in the most active season of the year right now, but if you have joint pain, you can't do things you like to do. Maybe that joint pain's keeping you from playing around the golf. You know, we got tennis, we got pickleball, maybe just getting out, going for a jog in your neighborhood. QC Kinetics is helping people right here get the fun back with advanced regenerative treatments from local medical professionals. Regenerative medicine is the hottest thing going. It's basically taking growth factors with healing properties from your own body, highly concentrated, then putting them back into your aching joints. They have over 100 clinics nationwide, including right here. So, yes, you can get real relief from pain with no surgery, no drugs, no downtime. Stop putting it off. Call QC Kinetics now to learn more about regenerative medicine and get a totally free in-office consultation. Call QC Kinetics now. 252-765-PAIN. 252-765-PAIN. 765-PAIN. Texas Roadhouse in Greenville is happy to support the community. At Texas Roadhouse, they not only want to be your favorite restaurant, they also want you to know they love this community and love supporting it. From providing food for charity golf tournaments to their school support programs, Texas Roadhouse is there when the Greenville community needs them. Also, it doesn't hurt that their food is awesome. Steaks, ribs, chicken, you name it, it's legendary. Texas Roadhouse, Southwest Greenville Boulevard, Greenville. If you've been injured in an accident and need cash now before your case settles, Oasis Financial can help. Last month, Oasis helped over 3,000 people. Why not you? If you have an attorney, call Oasis Financial today at 877-266-9107. 
It takes just three minutes to apply. And once you're approved, get $500 to $100,000 of your settlement in as little as 24 hours with no risk to you. That's right. Get $500 to $100,000 within one day. If you lose your case, you don't have to pay Oasis back ever. So call Oasis today to see if you qualify at 877-266-9107. That's 877-266-9107. Call Oasis today at 877-266-9107. Oasis is currently not providing legal funding in Arkansas, Kansas, Kentucky, Maryland, North Carolina, North Dakota, or West Virginia. Warren's Hot Dog Pizza, homemade lemonade. Hey, Pirate Nation, Warren's now has two locations. In Greenville, across from Ron Ayers Motorsports, and the new Chocowinity location next to the fire department. Stop in today for hot dogs, pizza, subs, apple and peach turnovers, homemade lemonade, and breakfast in Chocowinity featuring homemade cheese, ham and chicken biscuits, plus sausage dogs, and more. Warren's Hot Dogs. Want some? Get some. Go Pirates! Happy hours are always a swashbuckling good time with the P-Man. Happy hour for me never starts till after five. Me either. This is only number three. Let's get back to the Patrick Johnson Show here on 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Yeah, Big Rock Blue Marlin going on down in Moorhead City. High Yield is at the way station. They got a Blue Marlin that is clocking in at 536.8. I don't know what the leaderboard is, but that would be at least uh, no better than second right now. But there's only one that's been weighed so far, I believe, on the leaderboard. So yep. it's in the 570s, I believe. 572.6 for... Uh, what has it been? Mer- Mer- uh, Mer- I Mercenaria. Mercenaria? I re- Mercenaria? Mercenaria. I can't even read my own handwriting. Mercenaria. Uh, so they win the, uh, I think it was $777,000 uh, and, and a little more than that. More That's right. The quarter, first quarter of a million. Something, right? the first, yeah, like, the first one over 500. Catch, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's what they got. Um, let's see here. Uh, largest dolphin, they had one that weighed in at... Uh, I think 19 and 0.3 a little earlier this afternoon. And that largest dolphin is vying for five, excuse me, $527,000. It's not bad, is it? Not bad at all. No. Uh, They've got Big Rock TV. We've linked it all to our uh, social media so you can go there and check it out. We'll be, uh, you know, retweeting that and posting that on Facebook as we can. Uh, The Big Hen is down there doing... uh, Big Hen things on Big Rock TV, and uh, we'll be there doing the morning show a couple days this week. Uh, the Carolina Golf Classic in Kinston, really, uh, you know, I wanted to do a little more on this, but we just had no chance to really do anything on it because of all the the baseball hoopla and everything else going on. Lucy Lee, this was at the Kinston Country Club. Uh, and this is like the Corn Ferry Tour for the women's side, Ben. Okay, okay. It's not the LPGA, but it's, you know, the, the tour that, Funnels to the LPG. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. And a young lady named Lucy Lee sank an eagle putt uh, on a playoff hole to win over there in K-Town State Down. How about that? So um, that is uh, 
that's uh, just some of the things going on around uh, us in the uh, East. It's kind of a fun time of year. Big Rock this week. And then, uh, Ben, you see where it's going to be like 100 degrees in Omaha this week? I did not, but out there in the Midwest, it usually is just like there's no humidity. It's just pure heat, pure sun beating yeah. down on you. It could be brutal. I, I, you know, was out before the show and, ooh. It was rough. bad today. It was rough today. It's going to be rough the next two days. And I got to be like out in it, out in it on Wednesday. Whew. Um, We got some great guests coming up this week. Um, so we'll get to some of that uh, a little later on as well. We got some Phil Mickelson comments. I know Ben is ready for an update. Uh, but let's go ahead and hit a pirate report here. We'll get to uh, all of the sound from the uh, players from uh, last night and Coach Godwin. Uh, earlier this morning after the uh, loss to Texas in the decisive winner-take-all game three. Here is today's Pirate Report. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Opening statement from Coach Godwin following uh, last night's setback. feel for these guys here because uh, we wouldn't be where we are today without these guys. Uh, group of leaders that even when they weren't playing led our group and uh, they gave us everything they had as our team did. Um, 14 and 13. Man, 120 in a row, won the regular season, won as many games as the 2019 team did in the, in the uh, regular season, then won the conference tournament and then Won a regional and got a chance to host the first Super Regional on campus here at Claire, Claire Stadium. And, um, you know, just we weren't quite good enough. And, you know, yesterday was our today, or yesterday was our day to do it. And we let it slip away. We just didn't play quite, quite good enough. Texas is really good. And, uh, you know, for everybody, these young men do it the right way. Uh, you know, and I don't care if I don't ever coach in the College World Series as a head coach. That's not my job. My job is to develop young men and, and to make them into better people. And, and our culture is the reason we survived this year. I mean, we lost our number one for the season and, and Cooch for uh, two months. I mean, Cooch is hurt and Cooch is pitching um, hurt and he wanted to do that. So um, not many teams in the country could lose your number one and number two and do what we did. And I'm just so proud of them. And it hurts. Well, man, I mean, it hurts worse. I've been in their shoes when I when I played my last game in a Super Regional and just wish I could have done more. Um, but uh, bad stuff happens to good people every single day, and, and they did it the right way, and they have nothing to hang their heads about as, as our team doesn't. So, um, But we're going to keep knocking on the door till we knock it down. All right, uh, opening comments from Cliff Godwin. This was uh, Bryson Worrell who finished uh, the year. Uh, and, and I think, uh, you know, I don't know if Worrell's going to get drafted. I think Bryson has certainly played his way to maybe a, a slightly more lucrative signing bonus to go on to uh, play professionally. He'll let you second farm on the system somewhere. He just won't be oh, like no, a no, he'll get he'll, he'll get a thing. shot. Yeah, he'll get a shot. I, I think because he's quote-unquote older, even though he's not that old, yeah. I, I think that the idea of him uh, in baseball draft terms being a little quote-unquote older might prohibit him from being a really, really high draft pick. But I think he's made himself over the last, certainly the course of the season, but the last several weeks, he has made himself, now that he's healthy, 
uh, into an opportunity to, uh, to, to get a little more money to play professionally, and he'll be in a farm system. I mean, he was going to be last year, but really has the chance now with his play. Second on the team in homers, second on the team in average. He led the Pirates in home runs with 20 this year. Uh, Bryson World uh, reacting to the season. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a little disappointing. Um, looking back at the season, we had a great season. Um, got to host the Super Regional here on campus, like Coach said, for the first time ever. Um, obviously not the result we wanted today. Um, this wasn't our day, but, um, yeah, it's disappointing. Uh, Cooch Maynard uh, came in and uh, wrapped up the game last night working the uh, final inning and uh, got a couple of strikeouts uh, late in the game. Uh, this was uh, Jake Cooch Maynard talking about pitching in a pirate uniform for the final time. Um, I don't know. I guess it's more just wanting to do it for like for the guys, um, wanting to get back out there with them. It sucks not being a part of it, but finding a way to be a part of it um, from from the bench or from wherever. But, um, you know, you want to be in it. You want to be in the fight with the guys. So that's something that, that I wanted to work myself back into. And uh, Coach Maynard talked about pitching while not being 100% the last couple of months. Yeah, I mean, that, that thought's definitely there of, you know, it's painful. But, um, you know, I got I got to – if I'm gonna pitch, I better I better be able to pitch and not not blame that on anything or um, anything like that. So um, I guess it's just I don't know flipping the switch of it, it might hurt, but you know. And then uh, let's go to cut six here, Ben, on what uh, stood out for Cooch this season. Yeah, I think uh, <clears throat> for me, it's passing that on to the next group and. For, our, for them to realize that it's about the, the relationships you have with each other first. Like you're not going to be a good team on the field unless you you trust each other and you spend time with each other. So hopefully that gets passed down and continued on for the years to come. All right, Coach uh, Boehner there. And then uh, Ben Newton talked about what uh, ECU will mean to him and does mean to him. Uh, yeah, the um, the acclimation wasn't easy at first, um, but when you look at it now, it's worth every uh, blood, sweat, and tear. Um, it's a great university. It's a great baseball culture. It's a great crowd. It's everything you want out of college baseball at ECU. Um, I mean, just looking back at this year, what we were able to do, it's, it's probably the most fun I've ever had on the baseball field this year. Um, even in moments where you know there's struggle, I just this group um, we really came together this year. Um, it was a really fun time to, team to be a part of. Um, each individual had moments this season that helped us get here, and I mean to host a super regional at home. Um, I'm just extremely proud of this group. Uh, some of the post-game comments yesterday, uh, or this morning, uh, more appropriately, early this morning following uh, the Sunday into Monday game, the uh, loss to Texas to uh, end the season for the Pirates. And this is uh, Bryson Worrell again, and he talked about the effect of the rain delay uh, on the team if there was one. I don't think it really had a big effect on the game. Um, they come out and punch us in the mouth right to start with. Um, they did that again as soon as we came back from the rain delay. Um, 
and we didn't really get it going offensively pretty much the whole day. So I don't think the rain delay really had any uh, effect on how we came out and played. I think we still were ready to play when we came out. Um, like I said earlier, just wasn't our day. Yeah, look, it was tough yesterday with, you know, 4 o'clock start. The forecast was not looking great. The game was delayed an hour, so it gets started. You only get, what, five, ten minutes into it, something like that, right? Yeah, it wasn't very long at all. And then it's a a four-hour delay. And you had uh, the rain, and then it was, you know, kind of uh, just a a gully wash. And then I guess they were waiting around 8, 39 o'clock. They thought there'd be a little, it'd be a little worse rain, but it kind of had petered out. It was still rain, but nothing like before. And, you know, they start the game at 10, 15, wraps up at 1, 30. I mean, practically you have the whole game ahead of you. So that really was not like a, the, the you know, longest game ever. Despite, uh, you know, the onslaught from Texas and the Pirates using uh, eight or nine guys pitching. It was not uh, one of those deals that just rolled on and took forever. Easy to say now, I know, Ben, right? Because I was not living it like you were. It was pretty but, long uh, for me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> a, but, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it was not the type of game that, uh, you know, went on for six hours. So once something. it got going, it was it was pretty quick. Yeah. But the fans stuck around, and that's something that was not lost on Bryson Worrell. Yeah, I mean, it's not an easy task, um, but definitely having that crowd in the game, no matter what the score is, no matter the rain delay, having that crowd there to always support us um, throughout any situation, it's it's an awesome feeling. And Cliff Godwin marveled at the fans, uh, not only yesterday who were there late into the uh, night and early into the morning, and a lot of them still sticking around, but also just uh, how amazing the fans were at the Super Regional. Yeah, I just want to say I forgot to say this, but man, the super regional crowd was unbelievable. Our, our fans, and I've said this before, but it was deafening um, on the field yesterday and and on Friday. And I just thank Pirate Nation for everything they gave us. Man, it was unbelievable. And you know, the fact that so many alums and I told Eric Backage and Nick Schnabel and Chad Tracy and Schumacher in my office and Kevin O'Sullivan um, during the rain delay I was like even if we don't win man just so many people came back and so many of the coach of Claire Tree and even before we're here and if nothing else the relationships that we have and that tree is pretty special and I just appreciate my family here at East Carolina because it is special and uh Pirate Nation was awesome. I mean, the people that stayed here. I mean, we're getting beat eleven to one, still going purple gold chance. It was. It's not many places in the country can say that. So really special. And then Cliff Godwin uh, talked about this year's team being a player-led group. Man, they all—they're all tough. Uh, you know, this is the closest that we've ever been to punching our ticket for sure, and to be at home, and you know, just. I don't know why. Only God knows why. And, and look, I'm not going to question him um, because he's been with me this year and, and you guys don't know half the stuff that went on behind the scenes, uh, some personally, some professionally. And just the way these guys came together is special. Um, that is uh, Cliff Godwin emotional, obviously, um, after a uh, tough, tough uh, defeat, really Saturday. 
Uh, and Cliff even said this, you know, Saturday was kind of their shot. And uh, it was going to be tough, I think, for the Pirates uh, Sunday, especially the way that Texas started to hit the ball late in the game on Saturday, and it carried over. And uh, if Tech, look, from the seventh, eighth inning on Saturday through yesterday, if Texas hits the ball like that, there's not going to be a whole lot of teams in Omaha that can contend with them offensively. And uh, we shall see. You know, it's interesting. Uh they top two in the beginning of the season, Old Miss or Ole Miss, excuse me, where it was number one preseason, both uh, kind of underachieved. It looked like Ole Miss was going to get in. You know, Texas finished fifth in the Big 12. Now, a lot of that, too, was due to injuries uh, to their handful of regular guys. And once they started to get healthy, you see where they are now. But then you see Ole Miss getting through Southern Miss to get Omaha. Well, there was people uh, there arguing for... that Ole Miss probably didn't even deserve to be in the uh, any yeah. or anywhere. Yeah, you're right. They were they were I think the last at large team in. Yep. So, all right. Uh, yeah, the the fans were great, and I think that's that's the one of the big takeaways too is the fans and the atmosphere this weekend uh, that, that they brought a great environment. All right, uh, we'll. Uh, Ben, I tell you what, why don't we grab a break and we'll come back and uh, you could do an update on the other side and then we'll uh, we'll get ready to wrap things up uh, for today here. But uh, when we return, Ben Byram with a uh, sports update, more things going on beyond Pirate Nation. So we'll give you that update on the other side. Johnson show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates 94.3 the game need to insure a boat in Edenton a business in Elizabeth City a car in Greenville how about a farm truck in Columbia or a home on the Outer Banks Weatherly Insurance Agency an independent insurance agency with five locations in eastern North Carolina is here to help Weatherly Insurance Agency has agents you can get to know because they're your neighbors and live in your town call today 888-OBX-2-IBX or on the web at weatherlyinsurance.com from the Outer Banks to the Inner Banks Weatherly Insurance has you covered you don't sit behind a desk every day to earn a living you're out and about making it happen and sometimes you get a little bit behind on your paperwork you know like bookkeeping and paying your taxes it's easy to get behind on paying your taxes it happens to the best of us and you know what happens next the big bad irs comes knocking on your door and when that happens you need to call the good old boys at the tax doctor Let them do what they do best. Deal and negotiate with the IRS so you pay the lowest you can in back taxes that the law allows. We are a 100% U.S.-based company, and we've saved our clients millions over the years in back taxes. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, call my friends right now at the tax doctor and learn more. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. 800-918-7169. That's 800-918-7169. At the Vidant Wellness Centers, happy starts with healthy. And we all need a little happy and a lot of healthy. That's why we offer exercise equipment and classes. I know. They're into pools and personal training, too. And more wellness services. Like nutrition and yoga. With no annual commitments or hidden fees. Zip, zilch, nada. Because here, it's more than a gym membership. It's a happy, healthy relationship. Sign up today at VidantWellnessCenter.com and... Don't forget to bring a friend. 
You want to feel important. You want to be a part of something bigger, something that matters and can help change things. You want to feel like you belong. We know. We felt that way too. And that's why we did something about it. We aren't just Army National Guard soldiers. We are normal people just like you. And together, we can make a difference. Take on your legacy. Visit NationalGuard.com to find out more. Sponsored by the North Carolina Army National Guard. Aired by the North Carolina Association of Broadcasters and this station. Getting the Pirate Nation home. It's the Patrick Johnson Show. The drive home should be a delight. Here on 94.3 The Game. The flagship station of the ECU Pirates. And Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Ben Barm here for 94.3 The Game Sports Update. Let's start with a look at what's happening around Pirate Nation and locally. And a disappointing outcome late last night after a lengthy rain delay. The Pirates dropped their winner-take-all Super Regional matchup against the Texas Longhorns 11-1. It was the final game in a Pirate uniform for center fielder Bryson World, pitcher Jake Kuchmaner, and catcher Ben Newton. Fan favorite Jake Kuchmaner's emotional as he talked about the pitching or pitching in his last game in the post-game press conference last night. Um, I don't know. I guess it's more just wanting to do it for like for the guys. Um, wanted to get back out there with them. It sucks not being a part of it, but finding a way to be a part of it um, from from the bench or from wherever. But um, you know, you want to be in it. You want to be in the fight with the guys. So that's something that that I wanted to work myself back into. <laughs> Meanwhile, UNCW AD Jimmy Bass has announced that he'll be stepping down from his position as AD in 2023. Bass previously worked for ECU in two separate stints in media relations as well as marketing. From the Big Rock Blue Marlin Tournament, the current leader in the event is the boat Mercenaria, who so far is the only group to bring back a Marlin. Actually, that is not true. Another group just brought one back but came up short as Mercenaria is currently in the lead as they reeled one in that weighed 572.6 pounds. NBA GOAT Michael Jordan is participating in the event once again this year. His group hooked a Blue Marlin earlier today but was unable to reel it in. This year's tournament has a record-setting purse of $3,343,975. ECU alum Harold Vorner III is in an interesting spot as the PJ announced that any players who will play in the Saudi-run Live Tour will be suspended. HV3 back in February won the Saudi International event and claimed a little over a million-dollar purse thanks to a 90-foot memorable eagle putt on 18. When asked earlier today about whether he's contemplating joining the overseas tour, HV3 says that he would keep that private for now. Moving on to the road to the College World Series, six teams has punched their ticket to Omaha. Former ECU assistant Link Jarrett, now the head coach at Notre Dame, led them, led them to their first College World Series appearance since 2002. Other teams going to the big dance include, of course, Texas, Arkansas, who swept UNC over the weekend, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, and Oklahoma, UConn as we speak, as battling Stanford over in California. And the Huskies lead 3-2 over the Cardinals in the bottom of the third in Stanford, California. Later on tonight, Corvallis, Oregon State takes on Auburn at 7.30 for their right to move on. The Carolina Panthers wrapped up their first day of mandatory minicamp today. The current word out of Charlotte is that the quarterback battle between Sam Darnold and the rookie third-round third round draft pick Matt Corral is heating up. Former All-Pro edge rusher Carlos Dunlap is currently visiting the team after playing for the Seahawks last year and notching eight and a half sacks. And wide receiver Robbie Anderson did not show up to today's minicamp and is shockingly weighing out retirement 
for his career. Washington Commander star wide receiver Terry McLaurin will skip mandatory three-day minicamp due to ongoing contract negotiations for an extension. And the Charlotte Hornets hired their new head coach and Golden State Warriors assistant and former Nets head coach Kenny Atkinson on a four-year deal. That's going to do it for your 94th game sports update. I'm Ben Byer. More from the P-Man after this quick timeout. Videos, articles, and what's going on in the Pirate Nation. I thought that's what Facebook updates were for. Like and comment on 94.3 The Game's Facebook page right now. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on 94.3 The Game and 94.3thegame.com. We know that juicy, cheesy, grilled-to-perfection burger sounds amazing, but it does sound like something is missing. Pepsi, baby! The yin to this burger's yang. Burgers and Pepsi go together like... Well, like burgers and Pepsi. This perfect blending of flavors makes every bite of lettuce, every sesame seed on the bun, and every sip of that crisp, refreshing, ice-cold cola a journey to Foodopia. Burgers, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Is that the sound of an ooey-gooey, cheesy, crunchy slice of (laughs) P-I-Z-Z-A? Obviously. But as good as that sounds, we think it can get even better. Oh, yeah, that's the sound of a freshly opened fizz-filled Pepsi. The only thing that can take this flavor medley of crunchy dough, mouth-watering cheese, and savory sauce to the next level. How about another bite? Pepsi and pizza sound like a match made in heaven and taste even better. Pizza, better with Pepsi. That's what I like. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if If you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred non-tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Hey, I'm Gray Fussell. I'm a fourth-generation winemaker at Dupa Winery and a proud alumnus of ECU. I'd love for you to visit with us in Rose Hill or North Myrtle Beach or look for our delicious fruity wines in your favorite store or on our website. As always, thank you for your support. And now that I work full-time with my dad, I understand why Mom enjoys a glass of our Hatter's Red every night. Thanks for drinking Duplin and go Pirates. Country Mart stores of Pitt County are locally owned and part of your community. At Country Mart, they offer that great Shell gasoline with Shell rewards that save you money at the pump. And these days, that's really important. And don't forget Smitty's Restaurant at the Highway 11 store with great lunch specials daily and Pat's desserts that will be the best you've ever had. The Stokes location also offers hot food. Country Mart with two locations, Highway 11 between Greenville and Bethel and Highway 903 in Stokes. Log on to our new website, 943thegame.com, for PJ Shot Podcasts and the latest news on the Pirates. This is happening. Now, back to Patrick Johnson on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 943 The Game. 
see what's wrong with this, Ben. Yeah, this didn't this didn't get this didn't get bastardized by student sections around the country. He mentions anything about Wichita I'm freaking out. Uh we got uh, Ben V Baby Byram in the uh control room. We got uh the great intern Noah, too handsome to be on radio. And uh, I'm Patrick Johnson. We're getting ready for uh, a wrap-up here on this uh, Monday. Uh, ECU sports season is uh, effectively over. Didn't really get a chance to get into this with all of the, uh, again, hoopla of uh, the game Friday. But uh, summer night, I know we mentioned it and we put it on social and all that. And we had it on our sportscast for Talk of the Town. But uh, summer night was an All-American again for... uh, the pole vault for ECU track and field. So congratulations to uh, uh, to Summer, who competed in the uh, the Nationals, essentially, for uh, track and field for the NCAA in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, that is, uh, Eugene, Oregon is like Omaha for baseball. It is, uh, it's that big a deal. So uh, congratulations to Summer. And uh, Coach Kirk Kraft, friend of the show, who continues to uh, do a fine job an excellent job, not just fine job, excellent job with the uh, track and field uh, program, the cross-country program, indoor, outdoor, all of that at uh, Duke. A couple of golf notes I thought were interesting. Ben, it looks like this uh, article was actually before the uh, – probably the interview was done before the event in Canada this weekend. Uh, but, uh, you know, there's been a lot of scuttlebutt. I actually heard some from a fairly reliable source this weekend that well, not really a source, but just somebody who follows this and knows Harold Varner and actually thinks Harold uh, may wind up going the route of the Live Golf Invitational Series. Uh, but a uh, an article from a guy named Ben Smith with Golf Magic, I guess he did the interview or, or was quoting the interview here this weekend uh, prior to this past weekend up in Canada. But uh, HV3 wants to keep his future, quote, private after things, quote, got serious, I guess referring to the Liv Invitational. He, he stopped short of declaring his future intentions when asked about Liv. Uh, he admitted to the golf world that things got a little bit more serious after finishing up his first round at the RBC Canadian Open, but stopped short of declaring his future intentions. So I guess this was something he maybe said Thursday after the first round in Canada. Uh, Liv dropped uh, the video prior to the event uh, that featured some of the future participants in the league. Matthew Wolf, Bubba Watson, who's now injured, good friend, uh, by the way, of HV3. Um, Varner was not in the promotional video, but there's been speculation that he would join Liv. Of course, he won the Saudi Invitational in February with that monstrous eagle putt. On the 72nd, he had a waiver for that event, so he got to play in that event like Dustin Johnson and others did. But uh, Thursday, the commissioner dropped the hammer a half hour after the live players hit their first tee shots in London and uh, suspended those players from the PGA Tour. So uh, increasing scuttlebutt maybe that HV3 might wind up 
on that tour. And look, there's some guys that are not of Harold's calving. Harold is a top 40 golfer in the world. And he is um, currently, you know, one of the world elites. Now, he doesn't have that PGA Tour win under his belt yet. But he does have the win at the Saudi Open. He does have uh, the victory uh, at another overseas event to his credit. But he's had some incredible finishes this year. And spurred by that Saudi Open, he's made quite a lot of money this year. Uh, on the tour and has done quite well for himself as far as uh, the tour goes. He's made, made some really good money this year. But, uh, I mean, there are guys that are getting huge guaranteed money. And, look, the other thing is this. You have a lot of caddies with guys now. And we're going to have Mole on, I think, Wednesday, probably for a couple segments, one to talk about the Open, but also uh, talk a little bit about this from this perspective, because Brian caddied in a couple incarnations on the PGA Tour, you know, he knows that life. We talk about these golfers are private contractors, and it's a tough sort of deal, uh, not for the superstars, but for guys that maybe, you know, are out there trying to pay their mortgage. I mean, there's there's that caliber of person on, on the PGA Tour. But a lot of these caddies have made hardly any money in certain instances and have been out there and that mean they're bad caddies. But uh, they've been out there with, with certain guys, and, I mean, it's been a, a tough road for – but the guy who was caddying for, for Westwood this weekend, you know, got a, got about a half million dollars for carrying the bag for three days. I mean, that guy's life has changed, and, and he's one of those kind of lifer caddies. I'll have Mole talk more about it. Uh, later on this week. Um, Phil Mickelson question today. I think we have time to get to all of this here. Uh, but obviously, Phil played in the Live event, reportedly got $200 million to go over there, and then, you know, whatever he earned this weekend in addition. Their next event's coming up at the end of the month in Oregon. And this was uh, Phil Mickelson first up today playing uh, in the U.S. Open this week. Uh, but he was first up uh, for today's media uh, festivities. This is uh, some of that for you from Phil Mickelson. I know that many of you have uh, strong, well, many people have strong opinions, emotions about my choice to uh, go forward with Live Golf, and uh, I understand and I respect that. I am incredibly grateful for the PGA Tour and for the many opportunities that it has provided me uh, through the years. Um, but I am excited about this new opportunity as well. I'm excited about being here in Boston at uh, the Country Club. It's one of the five founding members of this uh, of the USGA. It's uh, got an incredible rich history going back to Francis we met. It has provided me one of the most memorable moments of my career, the 99 Ryder Cup and the comeback that we had. And the fans here are some of the best in the world, and they provide an atmosphere that is second to none for all sports. And golf is fortunate to be back, and I'm excited to back uh, to be back here and, and participate in this uh, incredible championship that has eluded me for my whole career. Number two, uh, New York Post Brian Wacker uh, reported that the 9/11 families sent you and others a letter. Uh, alluding, of course, to Osama bin Laden and the 15 and 19 hijackers that the Saudis 
uh, of course, sent and um, that they say now you are a partner with them and you appear to be pleased in your business with them. Terry Strada is the person, of course, who wrote this letter and her husband got on the plane in Boston that flew into the, uh, into the World Trade Center. Uh, and they say the deaths of your fellow Americans. No, I've read all that. Is there okay. a question in there? Yes, there is. Uh, how do you explain to them, not to us, but to them, what you've decided to do? I would say to um, the Strata family, I would say to everyone that um, has lost loved ones, lost friends in 9-11, that I have deep, deep empathy for them. Uh, I, I can't emphasize that enough. I, I uh, have the deepest of sympathy and empathy for them. All right, so just some of uh, Phil Mickelson today. We'll get into this more uh, this week and tomorrow, uh, but but later on in the week as we get closer to the USO. But, I mean, again, I, and, and I think JT, Justin Thomas said it best today. He understands why guys made the decision, but he also understands the half of it where, you know, this is Saudi, if you will, blood money. I, again, I, on this, we do a lot of business as a nation with the Saudis. We're drawing the line with the golfers. Didn't make a lot of sense in some respects. All right, uh, back tomorrow. Uh, more of the baseball season and more. Join us then, five o'clock. Time for a weather update, and yep, there's still weather outside. It's a temperature. It could rain or not. It's either hot or cold. So wear a jacket or don't. Anyway, good luck. Unclear information isn't helpful, which is why when your car needs repair, head to Meineke Car Care Centers. With Meineke e-inspection, we'll send photos and technician notes straight to your phone, telling you what should be fixed and why. Get a basic oil change starting in 1995.